You know what that means. It's time for another episode of The Laz Word. Hey, everybody. Laz here. You know, I've been thinking about several topics this week, and I just can't in good conscience not talk about the controversy surrounding Sleepy Joe. So let's get right into it. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, as you may have heard, then again, maybe you haven't because the left and big tech have done everything they can to suppress it, but the New York Post released a story on Joe Biden's son, Hunter. And, of course, media hacks at CNN go so far as to say that it was all manufactured because that's what the left does. They don't answer the questions. They deflect and they lie and they tell you that it's not true. But, you know, we know that there was no Russian collusion on the part of the president or his administration. And yet the left still refuses to let it go. But, of course, we know the truth. We choose truth over facts. Um, okay, Joe, you, uh, you might want to rethink that one. Anyway, at the mere thought that there could have been collusion, the lying lamestream media and the left were all over it. They were calling for an investigation of Trump, and it was all over the news, on every station, every hour, on the hour. Yet when there's not only an accusation, but the director of national intelligence comes out and says that, hey, this isn't part of some disinformation campaign, then we should pay attention to it. Or you would think that the media at least would pay attention to it. But that's not what happened, right? So the article that the Post released basically says that Hunter Biden arranged for top executives at a Ukrainian energy firm to meet with his dad when Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States. Now, this um, meeting is also to allege to have happened while Joe was also in charge of U.S. policy as the VP towards Ukraine. So, again, this isn't just an allegation. It's not just a suggestion. And as I said, the director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, has confirmed that the laptop was not part of some Russian disinformation campaign. In fact, I have a direct quote from his interview on Fox with Maria Bartiromo when she asked him if this is a Russian disinformation or if this is Russian disinformation. And director of national intelligence John Ratcliffe said this, quote, so, Maria, it's funny that some people that complained the most about intelligence being politicized are the ones politicizing intelligence. And unfortunately, in this case, it is Adam Schiff, the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, who, as you pointed out on Friday, said that the intelligence community believes that Hunter Biden's laptop and emails on it are part of some Russian disinformation campaign. Let me be clear. The intelligence community does not believe that because there is no intelligence that supports that and we shared no intelligence with Chairman Schiff or any other member of Congress that Hunter Biden's laptop is part of some Russian disinformation campaign. He continued, it's simply not true, end quote. He later went on to say that Schiff wants anything against his preferred political candidate to be deemed as not real and is using the intelligence community or attempting to use the intelligence community to say there's nothing to see here. 
He said, quote, don't drag the intelligence community into this. Hunter Biden's laptop is not part of some Russian disinformation campaign. And I think it's clear the American people know that. That's right. Laz Nation, we have more than just accusations here. Exactly. We have a smoking gun, in my opinion. In the article, the New York Post stated that an advisor to the board of Burisma, which, if you're not familiar, is a holdings company in Ukraine, the article in the Post stated that they allegedly paid a monthly salary of $50,000 to Hunter. One of those messages obtained from the computer to Hunter is from an advisor, and it reads in part, quote, Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving an opportunity to meet your father and spent some time together. It's realty and honor and pleasure, end quote. Obviously, a little bit of a language barrier there, but he was saying it was great to get the opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It was really an honor and a pleasure. So there are also pictures from 2014 that show Joe and Hunter Biden playing golf with Devin Archer, who served on the board of a Ukrainian gas company. Yet Biden said earlier this month, Joe Biden, that is, he has said that he never discussed business with his son. Sure, Joe, because no business would ever be discussed on a golf course. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. And it's just ludicrous. But then again, that's the left. Just last week, some of the emails that were published were in fact proven to be accurate and even appear to expose an outline of how exactly Joe Biden would be paid as part of the deal with a Chinese energy firm. One of those emails goes back to May of 2017 and appears to identify Joe Biden as the chair or vice chair and goes on to say that there would be an equity split of 20 for H, presumably Hunter, and 10 held by H for the big guy, presumably the big guy being Joe Biden. When asked, multiple sources reportedly told Fox that the big guy was, in fact, that's right, Joe Biden. Well, well, well. Yeah. And what is Joe's re response? Well... At first, nothing, not even a denial. But now his response is that it's all a smear campaign. You know, it's funny. When Trump was being smeared with the fake news about the alleged Russian collusion, he told everyone it was a smear campaign. But the lying lamestream media and the left and all of their sheep still condemned him and still do, even though it appears that Hillary may have orchestrated the hoax to distract from her emails. So I ask you, do we have another distraction going on here? Because don't you think it's a little peculiar about the timing of the Supreme Court and how now all of a sudden they're interested in hearing challenges to the Trump border wall? Could it be another distraction by the left? Maybe. Well, isn't that convenient? Yeah, it's convenient, all right. But the left is absolutely the best at misdirection, distractions, and dirty pool. The so-called party of tolerance, the party with a heart, the party of compassion. Yeah, it's actually filled with hatred. Heart so cold it can put Antarctica to shame. It's a party that not only lacks compassion, 
It lacks any sense of morals or values, and God knows it lacks common sense. These people have proven time and time again that they are purely evil. In fact, that brings me to my second topic for this episode. Over the last few years, I have heard the left talk about how divisive the president is and how the right and Republicans, conservatives, are fueling the flames of division. And every time I hear it, I laugh because it's pure insanity. In fact, I'll take it a step farther. It's actually the quintessential example of the pot calling the kettle black. Look, I can only speak from experience on this, okay? But in my experience, the left is simply reaping what it has sown from the right over the years. For years and years, conservatives and Republicans have bit their tongues. We've sat back and we've watched while our rights were trampled on. We've kept quiet while programs like affirmative action have cost qualified individuals their jobs. And those jobs given the lesser qualified applicants simply to meet a quota. We've watched as our history has been slowly erased because it hurts someone's feelings. We've uncovered liberal bias in what can only be described as brainwashing of our children within the school systems. We've seen time and time again the left and the lying lamestream media use tragedies such as mass shootings as a ploy to push the anti-gun agenda. We've watched and cried while innocent babies are murdered all in the name of contraception. We've seen our borders ignored, our taxes increased, our citizens like Kate Steinle murdered by illegal criminal aliens, all while the left pushes to give them driver's licenses and discounted in-state college tuition. Meanwhile, U.S. citizens and parents like myself struggle to make ends meet, to keep a roof over their heads, and to help their children meet the financial burden of higher education. We've watched our flag, our military, our police, our first responders disrespected, attacked, and even killed while the left champions socialist, Marxist, radical, terrorist movements like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. We've been told what size soda we're allowed to have and that we can't have a plastic straw with it anyway. We've been told that masks work. So we should wear them. Oh, no, they don't work. Oh, yeah, they do work. They kind of work. We'll wear them anyway. We've been locked in our homes and we've lost businesses because we were told that this virus would kill us. Meanwhile, the recovery rate hovers around almost 99%. We see how biased the lying lamestream media is, how reporting the actual news is a thing of the past, and every media outlet has a leftist agenda that's being shoved down our throats. And you know what? We're tired of it. We've had enough. So, Libs, not Trump, nor the conservatives, nor Republicans have fueled the flames of division. You've actually added the fuel to that fire, and you've been doing it for years. The powder keg has exploded, and it's exploded all over you. We're done taking your shit. We're fighting back with our vote with our rallies, with our voices, with our social media posts, our blogs, and our podcasts. We will not be the silent majority. So as you stand there with that stupid look on your face, wondering what the hell happened, and whining that your feelings are hurt, and that you played too, so you should get a trophy, I say to you, (laughs) 
fuck up, camper. And you know what? I actually thank you. That's right. Because this, this action or this reaction that you're seeing the unity on the part of conservatives to take our country back from you sniveling, lying, spineless twits is the consequences of your own actions. You planted this crop. You've been watering this seed for years, and now you have to deal with the harvest. The Japanese admiral, Isoroko Yamamoto, who planned the attack on Pearl Harbor, wrote this in his diary. I fear all we have done is to awaken a sleeping giant and fill him with a terrible resolve. End quote. Yeah, he's right. And the resolve of the no longer silent majority, it remains unbroken, unimpaired, unscathed, and more resolute than ever. And it's because of you. And that's the last word. Boom, baby! That's Bummer Billy. What's going on, man? It's been a while since I've seen you. What's up, buddy? Hey, lads. Yeah, it's great to be back, man. I haven't been here in a couple weeks, so I was thinking maybe today would be a good day to stop by and say what's up. Yeah, buddy. What's up, man? I'm glad to have you back in the studio. So what is going on in the life of Bummer Billy? Oh, not much, man. You know, just been hanging around, seeing friends and family, had a couple barbecues, you know, that kind of stuff. Ate some crabs. Uh, there's a couple places, you know, you can get crabs year-round, man. And uh, so, you know, um, I also was looking up a couple of things about history, and I thought, you know what? This would be good for me to have on the show with lads. So I got a couple of things I wanted to share today. All right, dude. So what do you got? So, okay, back in 1773. On October 14th, the American Revolutionary War was happening, right? And the, uh, the UK had a company called East India Company, and it was, uh, they were basically a tea company, and their ships, all of the cargo was burned. And guess where that happened? Um, I think it was in Annapolis, wasn't it? That's right. It was. It was in Annapolis. Yep. It sure was. The United Kingdom's East India Company tea ships were burned in Annapolis, Maryland on 1014 in 1773. That's right. Crazy, huh? Yeah, man. People uh, people were upset. But anyway, Bill, you said you got something else, man. What, what else is going on? So, yeah. So, also, on October 18th of 1767, so going back even farther, what, what, what was that again? What are, you, what are you talking about? What was that word? Farber? Yeah, like as in going back further. Oh, come on, lads. You know what I'm trying to say, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just messing with you, buddy. Go ahead. So anyway, on uh, 1018 and 1767, the Mason-Dixon line, which is the boundary between Maryland and Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was agreed upon then. That was 1018 of 1767. How cool is that, man? You know what? That is actually cool. I did not know that. I didn't know uh, the specific date for the Mason-Dixon line. I can tell you I've crossed it a lot, and I can tell you um, that, in fact, that particular line um, happens to be pretty straight. 
I don't know what the hell happened at the bottom part of our state, which is <laughs> jagged as all get out. But nonetheless, um, that is pretty cool, man. That is really cool. Um, so Mason-Dixon line, the boundary between PA and Maryland, agreed upon back in October 18th of 1767. That's pretty cool, Billy. Yeah, man, I saw that. I thought, you know what? This is cool. I got to bring it up and tell Laz. It's two dates that are really close to when he'll be putting out the episode. So I thought, you know what? All the fans will probably like to hear that kind of stuff. You know, being the history buff that I am, and I know that you are too, I thought this is perfect. Yeah, I agree, buddy. That is pretty cool. So, hey, man, what else is going on in the life of Bomber Billy? Um, We haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks, and, you know, I know there's been a lot of stuff going on in the news, and... Um, I know that you were really busy because um, you actually went somewhere, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You know, I took a little vacay. Um, I took a little time off, and I went down to Harper's Ferry. I don't know if you've ever been down there, but I highly suggest it. It's it's a beautiful place. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of West Virginia, and I know you are too. So, um, yeah, man, Harper's Ferry is just absolutely beautiful. I mean, just the mountains and the trees, and it's just such a nice little quaint place. You can hike and, you know, walk through all the stores and everything. I will say, there ain't a lot of parking down there, though, guys. So, you know what? I suggest, like, you catch the bus and ride that in or uh, put your hiking shoes on or something because I'm going to tell you what, if you don't find a parking place that's close, the next closest spot is like a mile and a half out, and you have to walk in town to Harper's Ferry. It's crazy. Yeah, you know what's funny about that, man, is I was just down there not too long ago myself, uh, my girlfriend and I, and I will tell you, we had a similar experience. And, uh, you know, there is nothing about this body that says I hike. There's certainly nothing about this body that says I'm going to walk a mile and a half to walk in town and then have to walk a mile and a half back. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I would definitely recommend um, either trying to get a close spot if you can get there early or taking some public transportation. But I couldn't agree more with you. It is absolutely a beautiful area. Um, and if you do like history, you know, it really has some uh, some great historical spots there and just some picturesque views um, that you're only going to get in a state like West Virginia. It, it's absolutely stunning. So, uh, yeah, man. So anything else? What What else is happening? Well, you know, I've been thinking about this for a little bit, and um, you and I had talked about this earlier, and and so you know, you you gave me kind of your blessing to to ask this, but you know, you remember remember my little buddy there, you know, John from down the ocean. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I know where you're going with this. Uh huh. What what about what about John from down the ocean? Well, John's always writing in like, okay, well, ask Bomber Billy this or ask him that or whatever and trying to like get me fired up, okay? So I'm going to flip the script, baby. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm assuming that means that you're going to ask John from down the ocean. You're going to ask him a question? Oh, you're damn right, lads. I'm going to ask him a question, and here it is. Okay, John from down the ocean, here you go. The beginning of the podcast, Laz was talking about how, you know, big tech was blocking uh, and suppressing all this information about Hunter and Joe Biden. So my question to you is, what are the implications of electronic technologies, especially things like the Internet or social media, in relation to world politics? 
Okay, John from Down the Ocean, you so smart, you come back with an answer on that, John, and you can email us right here at the show at the last word at gmail.com and just put in my answer for Bummer Billy in the subject line. Okay, John from Down the Ocean, there you go. Wow, Billy, that was um <laughs> it was pretty direct, but it was also a really good question. So what are the implications of electronic technologies, things like the internet and social media, in relation to world politics? That's your question for John. John from down the ocean. Yeah, that's right. I want him to answer it, him and his smart ass. Okay, cool. Um, I'm down, man. I, I can't wait to get John's answer. So, uh, yeah, when he sends it in, we'll we'll read it on air, and um, you'll be able to respond to it if you want. Yeah, that's perfect because I want to see what he has to say. He thinks he's so smart, always trying to talk to me and you know, ask me questions and then putting down places like Dundalk and Essex and, you know, and, and then talking about the Space Force. I'm still like, what the hell was that? It's craziness. Anyway, that guy's a goofball. John, him and his crazy ass. Anyway, what's, anyway what, what else we got today, lads? Anything? Nah, man, that's going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, I'm glad to have you back. And are you sticking around to the end of the show or are you uh, you bolting out of here? Yeah, man, I'm going to stick around. You know, I wanted to talk to you after the show about a couple of things because I heard you were talking about some other sponsors and I wanted to, you know, find out about that a little bit more. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, by the way, this episode of The Last Word is brought to you by A Night to Remember Entertainment. Be sure to go to Facebook and check out one great dj that's right if you go to uh the search bar on your facebook and you type in the at symbol the number one great dj you'll get right to a night to remember entertainment's uh facebook page and all their contact information is there you can send them a message you can also send a message here to the show if you want to reach them and we'd be happy to forward it over to them if you have a wedding a birthday party an anniversary or any event that you're going to need a dj I highly recommend that you look into A Night to Remember. Those guys do a fantastic job and have been doing it for decades. That's A Night to Remember Entertainment. Go to Facebook at One Great DJ. Hey, Billy, that's going to wrap us up this week. Thanks so much for stopping in again, man. It was really good to see you. Yeah, lads, thanks again for having me, and I can't wait to get my answer back from John from Down the Ocean. <laughs> I know you can't, buddy. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in again this week. Another great episode of The Last Word. I thank you so much for coming back each and every week. We know you love the show, and we love you just as much. Also, don't forget to check out the social media at The Last Word on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter at The Last Word Pod. And, of course, like Billy said, you can always email us here at thelastword at gmail.com. Be sure to tell a friend or ten because they need to know the real truth and it's always the truth when it's the last word. As always, I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. God bless everybody. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>